All right. Well, welcome back to the Temporal Eternal podcast. We are so glad that you are with us again this week. Uh, Once again, the Temporal Eternal podcast is all about eternity, right? That as Christians, as believers in Jesus, that we believe that there is uh, eternity in heaven after our time on earth. And so our focus is really uh, making sure eternity is in the forefront of our, of our mind, of our lives, of our priorities, um, of, of all of those things in life. So we had an awesome uh, special guest last week, Levi Pangburn, and, uh, and we've been really sh- the last few weeks just talking about shine, right? Uh, just shining the light of Jesus. And, uh, and this week we're going to be discussing shine from insignificance. And I, th- I think that's very important because uh, so many times – um, if the enemy uh, can't uh, get you to fall away from your faith into temptation, uh, one of the next things he'll do is he'll either bring you in complacency or insecurity. You would be so complacent you don't do anything or you'd be so insecure and fearful that you actually um, don't do anything right for the Lord. And so, uh, of course, welcome again back, uh, Brennan and Matt, my co-host here but what's up up, i'd love to hear from you guys just just jumping right into it guys like man what have you seen right within your life or other people and we'll we'll hit some stories in a second but when it comes to just that thought of how um our insecurity our you know human nature us thinking that we're insignificant how that can you know stop us uh from really living out god's purpose for our life I have a with I always revert back to my dad because my dad was a big inspiration. So um a lot of times, you know, people go through cancer. They have a very big insecurity about that, right? Like their life has changed, they might have lost a lot of weight, they might have lost their hair and everything, but you know, he didn't let that stop him from doing what he did. Uh I mean, he was a pastor, don't get me wrong, but he was striving to live for Christ and by God, what he wanted him to do. He had the forefront of his head, the forefront of his mind was all Jesus and living for eternity. He goes, if I'm going to go through this, I guess I better go through it in a certain way. And um, if I'm not going to do it the right way, why should I even be doing it? So um, just, just that is one example from me that really impacted my life. Him going into the hospitals, being the uplifting one when he totally shouldn't have been uplifting. So that's, that's just one for me. Yeah. No, and I think that's encouraging for, for so many people is that we can so many times let any circumstance be the reason why we don't push forward in life or push forward to, um, things God has put on our heart or dreams he's, he's laid on our life um, or, or just simply even just living for him, serving him. And um, yeah, I, I totally agree, Matt. I think that's, that's huge. Um, I think how many times in my life where, uh, yeah, like, like, like you said, the insecurities, the thoughts of uh, not, this isn't going my way. Therefore I'm, I'm not going to actually, you know, put myself out there uh, to be a light. If we did that, you know, the, then we wouldn't give ourselves an opportunity um, really just to, to represent God in, in who we are and what we do, you know? And uh, yeah, I think it's the little things. It's, it's the small things. It's the small interactions that really can go, 
go the furthest. So yeah, that's, that comes to me, comes to mind for me, at least initially is what are, what are those small ways that we sometimes think are insignificant um, that we actually lessen maybe the, the ability for ourselves to shine. And you know, something that's really been hitting me lately is I go downtown Cincinnati a lot for a lot of just like sporting events and just events in general. And there's always people outside begging for money. Right. And I've been getting very convicted lately just to just go up and pray with them. Mm-hmm. I, might, I might not have anything to give them. I don't, I don't usually carry cash or anything, but just simply doing that, it might encourage someone else in the world that is walking by that might be a Christian to come over and pray as well or for them to actually do that for somebody else. So I don't know. That's just something that has really been convicting me the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And I think about, you know, and, and this is, you know, so I'm, I'm a big, big believer in like, don't blame everything on the devil. Right. But we need to be aware of the enemy, right. Who's here to steal, kill and destroy. And then also like our flesh, right. Which is our, our weakness, um, our human nature. Um, two things usually get attacked when it comes to this insignificance, your identity. So you feel like, okay, you know, I am insignificant. Uh, and we, we relate that to our job title, um, our placement in society, um, our comparison to who we see uh, around us in our community or online. Or the other thing is what I do is insignificant. That maybe that you don't feel like, okay, maybe, but like, am I really making a difference? Is, am, I make, am I really making an impact? And um, man, I, I think we dive right into it I'm, and we're going to roll with this because there's a bunch that are just coming in my mind now that, I'm, that we weren't planning on and then we have to hit some of the Bible stories. But um, just, uh, just you know, references in the word of God with this. But uh, I can think about my mom, right? My mom has done a card ministry for years and she sends cards to like hundreds of people a month for every holiday you can think of and their birthdays and, you know, just, just to minister to them, just to love on them. She was the, uh, for before they left Massachusetts for a number of years, she was the VA chaplain because my mom is a, is a, a disabled American veteran from the Marines, right? And so I just think about, you know, that's somebody that, has never, you know, gotten in front of a, a pulpit, right? Has never been on TV or, you know, some viral person on social media, but she's making a difference with what God's given her and with the passions God's given her. And I think about this story and um, it's okay that I don't have the exact reference. I think it's okay. There was a man and he was in uh, Australia. He's an, he was an, an Australian man and he, uh, he always did street evangelism out in like the boardwalk where everybody hung out and it always be like, he always had like the same phrase. Like if you were to die today, like, do you know where you would go? And he, you know, he gave, gave it out, gave out tracks to hundreds of people, if not thousands. And there was um, a man that was just in town for, for, for military or for school. And, um, was greatly impacted by that interaction. Well, the, the old man, he's, this guy's getting older now who's been witnessing in Australia. He's getting sick. He's, he's at home laying in bed. And, uh, that young man who was, uh, traveling, I believe he was in the military at some point, 
uh, came, he was trying to track him down and, and talk to a local pastor and local pastor was like, yeah, I know who that guy is and introduce and then brings him to him. And that, that man goes, Hey, I just want to let you know that, that you're one of the main reasons why I'm serving God. And I actually became an evangelist and I have been able to preach to hundreds, if not thousands of people all over the world. And the, the older man is tearing up because uh, in this moment is a true story because he, he never realized like he had very few people ever respond in that moment. He had very few people ever, um, you know, come back to him. He, you know, this was a, a place where there was a lot of shopping and people were in and out. And, and this was one of the first times that he was just like, you know, Oh my goodness. Like I made an impact. Like I thought, I thought this was insignificant and we have to realize that, you know, there's a, there's a scriptural truth about sowing seeds that, that God, right. Jesus within us by the power of the Holy spirit can move through our lives greater than we could ever expect. So, um, there's a bunch like, there's, so I want to hear some from you guys, whether it really, you know, modern day stories or whether stories from the word of God that we can think of, because I, I really want this to also be an episode of encouragement because here's, here's what I've realized. The best way to fight the lies of the enemy and the lies of society that have pulled you down is to bring the truth of God right at you. Right. So like when those lies hit scriptures, stories of God's faithfulness, really start to break down some strongholds and some mentalities that some of you have had for a long time. Like there's, we've done a lot of podcast episodes and Hey, you're going through a struggle. This specific topic, there are some people that might've been having this struggle or living in this, you know, thought of insignificance, not just for like, Hey, the last month, but for years. So, um, so yeah, like love to hear, what do you guys have for for some stories that you think about uh, about this topic? Well, first off, I'm I'm so glad you brought that story up because I was thinking in my head of that story because I've heard you share it before about the guy in Australia and <laughs> and I'm just like remember how I'm going to explain you and Matt were talking. I just remembered it. it exactly and, and it's such a good story and i was gonna like not explain it nearly as well as you did so i'm so glad you brought that up but yeah I, I think it starts with that idea of like getting that getting out of the mindset that what we do even in small ways to serve god uh doesn't matter a lot of times we think oh we have to be the preacher like you said we have to be this evangelist and uh be be in these certain spotlights but like Honestly, that is just a small portion of what God wants to do in the world around us. And so anybody, anywhere, whatever you do, wherever you're at, God desires to use you. He wants to use you. And so we have to ask ourselves, like, are we willing? And I, I think like a lot of the disciples, I think if we read in the early on in the Gospels when Jesus is starting his ministry and he he's picking up some of these disciples and and I think of Peter, you know, and and he comes and, and Jesus says, hey, you know, like we're gonna come 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 with me, come follow me, and it was like the weirdest thing probably for him to hear. Um, and, and he's like, man, I'm a fisherman. Like I, I, I ain't worth nothing. Like, what do, what do you think I'm going to do to come follow you and change people's lives and be a fisher of men? What does that even mean? You know, but he, he was willing to answer that call. And so when we feel like we're in the moment of insignificance, I think 
are we like many of the disciples did? Are we willing to step out and answer the call? And and I think you said it perfectly, Donald. It's like, are we are we listening to that that voice of the Holy Spirit that that wants to use us uh, when we're at work and we need to speak into somebody's life, or when we're at the store and and we can speak into the cashier's life? And it could just be something simple that that literally can change the trajectory of their life. But but are we willing to step out uh, in in boldness? Um, and, and that was a bold move to step out and say, okay, Jesus, I, I just met you. I'm going to follow you. And, and they saw incredible, incredible things uh, and, and God worked through them. So yeah. Can, can we step out in, in boldness? So I, I think that's definitely like a, a prime example uh, that comes to my mind is, is some of the disciples and, and what God did through them. Being bold isn't always easy, right? I mean, mm-hmm especially when it catches you off guard. That's a great point. You might be put in a situation where it's like you're getting called out, right? You're getting called out to step up and be an example. And, you know, um, we were talking earlier, Simon Peter, not Simon Peter, but Simon. Simon, I guess it is Simon Peter, but, you know, Simon, he... No, it was just Simon, yeah, because it wasn't Peter. Yeah, different guy. Yeah, different. Yeah, (laughs) I'm going crazy here. All right, but Simon, (laughs) he was there with his kid, presumably. Presumably, and you know, it's like if you guys don't know about the resurrection and um, the crucifixion, uh, Jesus carried his cross Mm -hmm. miles after being beaten. After being beaten, like. Like being yeah. to where you couldn't even recognize he was even a human. If that tells you how beaten he was. Mm-hmm. And so he was carrying this cross and he was carrying it and he was still getting whipped and beaten all the way up, carrying his cross up to the mountain. And, you know, he fell multiple times and dropped his, his, um, his cross multiple times and someone had to help him. And he just so happened to fall one time and I'm pretty sure a Roman soldier went over and said, Hey, Hey Simon, or he didn't say, Hey Simon, but Hey, Hey you, I need you to help him. He didn't know what kind of impact that would happen in his life. You know, we get putting in those situations where it's like on the spot, we have to do it. You got to be bold. Simon Mm -hmm. didn't want to, but I mean, he was kind of forced, you know, by the the military or by the Romans. But he stepped up, and yeah. I mean, sometimes we're forced. You know, that's that's all I got. No, it's it's you know, it's it's true. It's just like you know, and sometimes too, there's there's certain like, okay, what were their emotions per se, right, in that moment for him? But it's it the interesting thing that I love about Jesus is when we step into it. And sometimes the Lord forces our hands and puts it in front of us. And sometimes we cower and sometimes we step, step forward, um, how we can be impacted, right? And that's not why we do it, but how God can minister to us and God can do something inside of us for it. Um, there's another story I, I love, which is the, the widow's offering. And, um, that's where Jesus sat down, um, opposite. It says, uh, and, and, uh, actually, yeah, yeah. Mark 12, uh, verses 41, Jesus sat down opposite the, the place where offerings were put. 
And then a poor widow came and put her two very small copper coins or mites, uh, you know, which, which probably only be worth a, a couple cents. And then he called his disciples to him and he said, truly, I tell you, this poor widow has put more in the treasury than all the others. They gave out of their wealth, but she out of her poverty put everything all she had to live on. And so you go, oh, that, you know, that's cool. Now, now just think about the perspective uh, in the Christian faith in the New Testament. Uh, we learn uh, a lot about being a Christian and living for God by Jesus and his life and what he preached and by the disciples and what, how they lived and the letters they wrote that really made up uh, the New Testament, right? So um, what's fascinating is like, so these people, these disciples, these apostles, right, the ones that started the early church, um, we learn a ton from. And Jesus used a widow who just had a couple cents to put in the offering to teach these guys. Like we, you know, we look at them as, you know, pretty significant individuals for our faith. And, and he used someone that nobody even noticed. I, I, you know, I, I could probably guess that this was, you know, just by reading the scriptures was probably an unassuming person. She didn't have a lot. And Jesus used her to disciple his disciples and, and to teach them. And I just, I just think that's amazing. Cause that's such an example of, it's such a small thing. And I don't know, we, we have no idea in the scripture if like she found out, right? Like we, we don't even know. Isn't that interesting that there's a possibility that that action in that moment, she never knew was going to be recorded for all of history. And I think that's that's a principle for how we live as Christians is that until we get to heaven, we are we are going to have no idea how many ways a God has protected us, watched over us, but also how many ways that God has used us to minister and made an impact that we thought was, oh, this is just a minor thing. Like like Matt was saying, right, like this, this is something that's, you know, I'm just, you know, doing this and not even realizing how much of an impact that could make. Huge impacts. I mean, the Bible, I mean, the Bible is full of that because it changed its history, you know, it, it's created history. I mean, you can think back to different things right now. I mean, you got one thing that's encouraging a lot of people in America right now. I know it's crazy, but seeing the people worshiping God in the tunnels of Ukraine as they're being bombarded with bombs mm -hmm. and stuff. Like, they don't know that they're touching millions of people around the world just by that one video. So, I mean, yeah, it's just... Hmm. Yeah, I, I think it, it kind of... What another story in scripture that is kind of like that, you know, and, and the actions that we have that maybe seem insignificant that, that can stand out to other people, uh, just like those individuals. I mean, they're in a crazy situation, yet they're still deciding to, to worship God and stand and worship God. And, and, and I think of, uh, you know, the, the friend, the, the miracle that Jesus does where, you know, the friends lower their friend down through a roof. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And, and, the, their story right their their friend is, is sick and 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 so they lower him by a mat through a roof because there's so many people and they can't get to jesus and they're just like we just need to get to jesus you know 
And if we think about maybe the people around us, the friendships, uh, the relationships we have, the people that that we have influence in some way. And I think we get kind of a, a mixed up view of what influence is. Uh, sometimes we, we feel like we have to be that influencer or we have to have our life completely together to be able to actually uh, share the love of Christ with somebody. But the thing is, is I, I imagine that these friends were, were scared. Uh, I imagine that they were uh, not sure what was going to happen with their friend, right? And and maybe just hearing that this Jesus could do miracles, they're like, we got to get uh, him to them. And and what does Jesus respond? He says, because of the faith of these friends, uh, he brought them in and, and he says to him, you are healed, right? And so he does a miracle, but it's because of really what these friends did to get him to Jesus. And so I think I relate that back to us and, and who do we see in a point of need around us? Um, and by by using that word influence, I mean, who do you have a connection, uh, an inlet into somebody's life that you can speak into? And maybe that you are that contact point that they need from uh, from them to God is you. And God wants to use you to speak to them. And we could be afraid. Uh, we can be like, nah, man, I, I'm not going to go with them and tell them about Jesus. I'm not going to go to that coworker um, and tell them what God has done in my life. But that might be the exact thing that they need. And you might be that conduit that God wants to use to connect, connect them to him, you know? And so we just never know that, uh, like I said, that, that sphere of influence that we have who are connected to day in and day out that, that God wants to speak to, uh, just like he used these friends to bring their friend to get healed. And so, yeah, who, who are the people around us? Right. I mean, I think about it all the time, guys, you know, it's like, where I'm sometimes so focused on what I'm doing, uh, even, and I'll admit even in ministry, right. Yeah. Uh, to get things done that sometimes I got to like slow down and be like, God, what are you trying to do today? Uh, and not get so caught up on the busyness. Like who, God, who have you put in front of me that you want to speak into, uh, through me. And, and I could very easily have just missed them, you know? And so I, I know for me guys, I got to sometimes, bring it back a step and, and calm myself down and, and not be too busy. Cause it's easy to do. It's easy to do. And I can completely miss it sometimes. Yeah. And you don't need to, like we talked about before, right? Like we shouldn't have to need that need to know the end result. Right. And like with the widow, you know, with the friends, with Simon, like we don't, we don't know all the details of their life. Like we can guesstimate like maybe what they're thinking yeah. May, they like there's a, a good chance they might not have known anything i mean maybe depending on where their life was at and when the gospels were written and you know would they have heard their story in that or not or were their 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 uh descendants maybe i, I we have no idea right like like sometimes right. these stories in the, in the bible we just have just this like one little piece of their life and we can kind of say hey this is maybe this is a possibility one, um, and I know we're kind of getting close to our time. One uh, that I think is super impactful is the the story of where Jesus was preaching. Uh, there's actually two principles of him, uh, you know, preaching the thousands and um, you know throughout the Gospels. But the story of the feeding of the five thousand and Jesus is preaching to people and his disciples are like, hey, we need to probably send them home because uh, we're not going to make it in time. And Jesus said. Um, 
he's like, no, like, you know, we're, we're going to feed him. And like, what do we have here? And there's this little boy with a Lunchable. Well, it's not a Lunchable. It's fish and bread, but we're going to call it a Lunchable because we're in 2022 and I want to be a little funny. But, um, but he had his lunch and Jesus gave thanks, broke it. And all of a sudden it was basically multiplying, right? Like as they were distributing from the basket and putting in other baskets, it was continuing to multiply and it fed everybody, right? And it said 5,000 men. So there's, you know, uh, guesses that there were many more because of women and children and the disciples even had baskets full after. And, and you just, you go and you look at that story and you say, man, this was just a kid that was, that was willing to be selfless and go, Hey, I, I might be hungry, but yeah, if you want to, you know, do this, go ahead, Jesus, you can have this food. And Jesus took something that was so insignificant and by his power, and by his grace, he was able to turn that into a miracle. And I think that's where we have to keep the perspective is my role is not to, is not to do all of the miracles, right? And don't get me wrong. I know some people are going to be like, whoa, I believe in miracles. Now, you know, I'm not saying what I'm saying is all those things are only done by the power of the Holy Spirit. Right. And it's, it's only the, that, what is that called? The gifts of the Holy spirit. Right. So we are just a vessel and if we are just bringing what God has given us and we're saying, God, whatever you want to do with my life, you do it. And no matter how insignificant or significant we feel it is, God will then use it to do amazing things. You think about the story where, you know, where Jesus is, you know, doing communion with his, his disciples. And he's talking about, he is the, he is the bread of life. Right. And then we fast forward and, and Jesus is crucified. Then he come, then he's resurrected. And then right, right about when he ascends and he goes to heaven, he does a great commission at the end of Matthew. We see this and Jesus says, go into all the world and make disciples of all nations, baptizing the name of the father, the son, and the Holy spirit. And you think about the principle of uh, Jesus broke the bread and he fed the people and now he was the broken living right the 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 bread that that was broken for for this world and now the disciples go out and bring it and that's all we're doing is we're just bringing the bread of life to people and just seeing what what jesus does with it right so um god wants to use you no matter how you're how you feel you are whether you feel like you're insignificant um, final thoughts, guys, like that you have that you just want to encourage uh, everyone today with. If you feel like you should do something, do it when it comes to sharing the gospel. Yeah. When in doubt, do it. Because more than likely, you're going to make an impact in someone's life. Mm -hmm. People like going up and praying for the homeless person. I was convicted to do it, but I didn't do it. Now I feel even worse, you know, it makes you feel worse when you don't listen to God mm -hmm. and you realize that you're supposed to do that. So, um, just do what God's telling you to do. It'll make you feel better and it will change someone's life and maybe even your life. And Hey, there's grace for that, Matt. So next time around, you'll get it. Um, uh, and I would just say guys, you know, for you listening today, how do we bring this to today? How do we bring this to right now? Uh, I believe that the big, big miracles that sometimes we long for to see uh, start off with sometimes the small things. And it's like you think about, like you said, Donald, the, the loaves and the fishes, that boy, 
you know, whether he did or his mom, maybe his mom packed him the lunch, uh, you know, and she didn't even know it was going to happen. Uh, we don't know. We don't know if that's how it happened, but uh, yeah. her, her maybe simple act or whatever, you know, if you're a parent the act, you know, something you do with your kids, it could change the trajectory of their life. And you never know what God's going to use them for or someone that you sit down and have lunch with and speak into their life. Uh, what is God going to do through just that simple seed planted? And so, you know, when we want to see those big miracles, allow God to start using you even in just in just the things that we think are insignificant in the small ways. And as we do that, I believe it's just going to be a domino effect of, of what God is going to do and reveal incredible miracles through through each of our lives. So, and it's it's worth one life too. Like there's some crazy stories, and, I, and for the sake of time, I'm not going to hit all of them that I have right. But there's you know, you always hear that, that statement, like you could be ministering to, you know, well, let me, let me say this. I mean, have you guys heard of uh, Mordecai Ham? Everybody knows Mordecai Ham, right? Good old preacher, Mordecai Ham. You guys don't know Mordecai Ham? Oh, okay. So Mordecai Ham is not really a well-known guy, but he's, he's an, he's an evangelist. Matt's like, who's Mordecai Ham? He, Morde that's why I was just testing you guys. I had to Google his name because I forgot, but Mordecai Ham is the evangelist <laughs> that led Billy, Gr Billy Graham to Jesus. But do we mm. know about Mark? I am? No, we don't. Right? Why? Because you well, because he was just yeah. I well, because of Google. Thank you. Shout out. <laughs> but but the, the principle is is that you know sometimes yes you, you know, there's a chance you could you could lead somebody and I, I, I the reason I, I just want to hit this because I I've heard it so many times in my life like you don't realize the impact like your impact could reach thousands right there's a, there's another guy Robert Jermaine Thomas 1866 Welsh missionary was a missionary in China he lost his wife he went over to Korea Korea did not want the Bible and he had been smuggling it in he got in trouble they saw what they were doing and basically like put the was basically put the ship on fire he's like jumping off the water into land uh trying to hand the Bibles off and they kill him right and then years later they were supposed to destroy the Bibles but like uh, one person kept the Bible and put the pages up as wallpaper. And then people wow. began to look at the home. It's a true story. And they were like reading it and they were reading the gospel in their language. And the early church in Korea sources that as like the early stages of the church in Korea. Right. And wow. so you think about like these incredible stories. And so don't get me wrong. Like those are just like, Oh my goodness, God could use me in any way that like, I have no idea even beyond my life. But I want to make this super clear. It's always, it's not always going to work like that. Like we're not always going to minister to somebody who's Billy Graham. And, and for so many times, like that was what inspired me. And, and that is something I preached. And that was something that was preached to me. Here's the key to Jesus. Everyone matters <laughs> to Jesus. Every single person is a lost sheep. And they're not some uh, item that it's like, oh, now I'm going to use this person for my imp. No, it's, it's Jesus loves the world so much that he gave his only son. And so it, Jesus is not thinking about, oh, I'm, I'm going to, you know, bring this person because I'm going to, no, no, Jesus is, they are my son or daughter that I want to be reconciled with me so they can spend eternity with me. Yes, I'll use them in some way, but just know the heart of the father. And the same way yeah. that Jesus loves you and that's his heart, that's his heart with us witnessing. And not that like, oh, one day it could be, oh, yeah, maybe it is, but maybe it isn't. Maybe it's just one soul that Jesus has longed to come home to him, right? Amen. So 
again, uh, shine, shine, you know, even when you feel like you are insignificant, shine when insecurity has come, when you feel like you're a nobody, because Jesus is greater than anybody else. And he can use nobodies to make an impact in this world. So thank you guys for listening. Once again, uh, we are on Spotify, Apple podcast and YouTube. Make sure to subscribe. Uh, and also we're on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We'd really appreciate uh, some comments uh, when we post on social media or especially on YouTube of, of questions, of topics you want us to uh, do uh, because we very much want to uh, talk about things that uh, you know you might have questions about and then always appreciate likes and shares just to uh, continue to push uh, this gospel-centered podcast to people who uh, need to be encouraged or, or ministered to. So uh, temporaltrinal.com, we got some cool apparel there as well. Uh, God bless you guys, and we will see you next week. See ya. We love you guys.